everybody. Welcome to 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray. I'm Kim. And I'm Kyle. And Kim, you screwed up. Shame on you. After all the three years, you have the audacity. Audacity, I say. I do declare. <laughs> Is that your old southern lady, Debbie yeah. voice? <laughs> not, not necessarily a lady, but, yeah, you know. Yeah, it could be anyone. Yeah. It could, could be. Os- Osama's throwing in the curveballs. Wasn't expecting <laughs> that, Kyle. I this mean... Guy- this guy's fucking hysterical. <laughs> he is really excellent casting. Like, I excellent. Just, oh, my God. I love that his fucking 70-year-old fake fiance lands. <laughs> and within six hours, he's telling her that she's going to live on a goat farm and demanding that she's going to be a trad wife. Like a Moroccan traditional housewife with his parents for a couple months, fucking Brandon and Julia styles. (laughs) Because they have to save money, Kyle. (laughs) She's like, I could buy this entire town. (laughs) What are you talking about? She's like, I can afford an Airbnb in a small town for two months. Have you seen all this costume jewelry? I'm loaded. Okay. That that lion necklace (laughs) that she put on just to go into the courtyard and like have a glass of wine. It looks like. Incredible hotel and grounds. Gorgeous. Amazing. Also, though, I mean, look, I haven't been to Rabat. But it is a strange choice. Like, maybe it's just like geographically close to the town where he lives. But isn't like Casablanca or like Fez or especially like Chef Chowan, which might be far from where he is. Like these are kind of the famous tourist destinations in Morocco. So I thought it was interesting that they went to Rabat. I don't know. I think I think it is just a matter of proximity. He mentioned yeah. that his it's a Kismet. Is that did I just make that up? Yeah, I can't. I can't remember how to pronounce um, it. But his hometown is only an hour or two away from Rabat, which is not far at all. No, that's, that's definitely distance. why. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, she's definitely paying for the hotel and stuff. This guy doesn't work. So it was interesting to be. Oh, we have no, to Kim, save money. Work, I'm like, work, <laughs> kill, creativity, Kim. <laughs> it was Osama and Debbie are just fantastic casting. Also, because the stakes are so low. I mean, beyond zero. I mean, look, if she leaves tomorrow after the camel <laughs> ride, it's still going to be worth it. It's still going to be Absol- funny. Absolutely. And there are there's just no way that Osama's parents are cool with this. Like, they're going to let this woman live in their home and sleep in the same room as Osama. There's no way. I can't fucking wait. Until, just to see his dad's reaction generally. Oh my god! I does he even does he I even know? Wait. Does no, he have I any know. fucking idea that this person is on the way at all? I don't know. I don't I think Osama drives a car. No, he does. I, I mean, not that we've seen. Because if you had a car, you'd have to pay for it, and we know that he can't work. He obviously can't work. There's too much going on up here. You know? There's too much creative creativity too happening. Too much creating. 
I mean, he claims that his parents are like excited for her to come and whatnot. And I'm like, there is this like, is this a Submit's mother situation where they think Debbie's some sort of cultural exchange student, like senior citizen exchange <laughs> student, and and he's lied to them and he's going to be like banging her in the attic? Are they even having sex? Like, do we know? This is great. No, not at all. All right, I'm I'm so excited to talk about oh it. Oh my Good. god, sorry. The other thing, <clears throat> Kyle, good episode. Is, good episode. Is great, great episode. Ten out of ten. The problem is, Kyle. The problem is, we are on episode seven, and two people already have to go home. <laughs> <laughs> and we I are think that the rest forty percent of the cast, I, and we're on episode seven. <laughs> I still, seriously, I still pretty much only am holding hope for Gabe. That's it. Everyone else is on the way. It, it's it's teetering toward the cliff of going back home already. Are Jen and Rishi just going to plow for the rest of the episodes? I mean, her no sex rule is going or rule is going straight out the window, right? Because you only have a week left or whatever. You're <laughs> come on. It hasn't been mentioned for a couple weeks, so maybe that has already fallen off. <laughs> Oh, so it was so great. And I mean, that's your favorite of, person wasn't in this episode. I, I know I, she was not missed. Should we know that she has to fucking go back too? apparently? Yeah. Totally. Uh, yeah, she does. I, everybody's going home. We've Nicole's nobody not left. staying there. There's no fucking way Nicole's staying there. You know, it was interesting with Jen and Rishi, though, that like she had been there for 30 days almost. And I was like, they must have a pretty stable relationship, actually, because usually we just need like a solid week of content for 20 episodes. Remember when Nicole used to go to see Azen for like a, for like eight days and, and it you, would you be an entire season. season. Yeah. Yes, totally. From eight days. I mean, this Nicole has been with Mahmoud for three days. We've gotten seven episodes, so. I know, I know. Debbie's been there six hours. <laughs> <laughs> we just get one episode every six hours of Debbie. We're just, I mean, look, I, I feel like whatever the next day is, is going to be at least two episodes. What, oh, is at she, least. Do you think that she's even ever going to meet his parents or is she just like, you know what? <laughs> you lied to me shame on you and then just flies away i don't think that donkey we saw this woman on a donkey that is a donkey on his parents farm this is not just okay. some rando donkey i mean oh god we better see her meet his parents otherwise this is all for naught i know i think she will i, I think i have right. to see it i have to see it i can't wait Kyle, who Good do you times. want to talk about first? <laughs> you want to start with, um, let's start with Gabe. Oh, wow. So much to say. They were the stars of this episode for sure. Um, I was honestly nervous the entire time because I know you, you like the Trey stuff. We'll talk like whatever. There's not much to say there, but the meeting of the family was so like, you can tell this family is a warm, very close family. And they love Gabe and they think he's a good person and they are this and that and there, but they're very religious. And I am so terrified for Papa Isabel to find out and be like, 
I'm being filmed. I'm angry. I do not like this. I'm very scared of what's to come. I agree. Uh, I mean, they're setting this up to either be a crisis of faith for this man, or it could be a TLC misdirect nothing burger. I'm hoping that it's that where all this build up. I mean, usually when they have all this build up, it goes nowhere. Yeah. Uh, and these people really like Gabe like a they lot. Really, and they understand and, why he's a good person. Yeah. And I mean, the way that Gabe, the, the questions that Gabe was asking and the ones that they were asking them about how serious this is. And even the producers are asking him questions. It's all, it's all like building this mountain of evidence that they like Gabe. They think he's right for Isabel. He loves the kids. The kids love him. And then it, it, it's almost like they were prepping the field for lighting it on fire <laughs> in, in next yes. week. And like, are they really going to have this guy on TV saying how great a person Gabe is and all the kids love him and Isabel wants to marry him and everything. He wants to be here for life. Welcome to our family. And then are they really going to have this guy say, okay, well now that I know that you're a woman, get the fuck out. After all yes, that, I think that would be so. ins- like that would be insane. Th- it would be awful to watch, but you know, one thing of why this is so compelling is like this is a real issue for transgender people, and he's going to pre- be presented with a profound moment of cognitive dissonance. Yeah, right. Um, I'm just yeah. hoping they can see through it. They can wreck. I thought it was great that Gabe said like during the dinner, he was like, what are what are the qualities that you're looking for in a man for Isabel? And they like he makes them repeat the qualities that they have recognized in Gabe. And so it will be interesting to see, like, really, they they have kind of stated that Gabe is the perfect man for her. They, they literally and, say on camera that he has good core values and a good heart. Oh, I know. Yeah. We see them in the preview for next time on that Gabe and Isabel together, which I'm glad they're doing it together, are telling her parents. I am just I this has to go well. I will not recover. <laughs> like I'm so nervous for this. I have never been invested. I I can't remember the last time I was invested in a storyline like this. And and Can has you? there been another case like this where like a bombshell like this is going to get dropped on the parents and they didn't already know something that core to someone's person personality and Uh, and their their sense of self because with armando's dad like he knew he was with kenny yeah he knew he was gay i mean he didn't necessarily accept it but at least he knew The, the thing that they were telling him is that hey we're getting married and i'm moving in with him Right. Like, yeah, that, yeah, that's big, but this is a total, this is like to this, to this man going to be a total perception flip, not just for Gabe, but perhaps even for Isabel. Right. Yeah. Like this not, this doesn't just change how he's going to see Gabe, but he might think, oh my God, my daughter's gay, which arguably might even be worse in his mind. I 
I am also nervous because if this does go poorly with the parents, Isabella's made it pretty clear she's going to choose her parents. I don't know. Like, I She said, I don't know. She said, oh, I don't want my dad to be mad at me. Yeah, but she's a whole ass adult with two kids. I think that that's, I think that's TLC feeding her drama lines i don't buy it maybe i think she's very dependent on her parents or was until gabe showed up because she was living with her parents i mean i i don't know that she had the income to like support two kids independently but with gabe and i know she's working now too with him yeah Oh, well she quit her job she had a job before he got there. I know she had a job. I'm saying like, I don't know as like an admin in Columbia in a small town, you're going to be able to support a completely independent life. Your point is, could they survive on their own, especially because Gabe seems like not the most adept businessman. (laughs) Um, It's a totally fair. It's a totally fair question. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just nervous because I just, they're, they're giving this to us early in the season. Which makes me think that there's going to be additional drama later on, right? I I don't know. Oh, I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous about it. And, and you know, the other thing is, this was part of one of those mid-season previews. They could, this isn't next episode, That's necessarily. True. They could drag this shit out for like three more weeks. I bet you anything next week we won't even see Gabe and Isabel. <laughs> to continue the cliffhanger. That's and then true. there'll be there'll be another episode where Gabe is out on the farm picking up chicken shit or something. And then <laughs> another skip week. I bet you we're not even gonna see this fucking scene for a month, Kim. I I don't know that I'm gonna be able to wait that long. I'm gonna be like <laughs> trolling for spoilers. I mean, I really Isabel, you know what's great about Isabel too? She doesn't paint she doesn't sugarcoat it for him she doesn't paint a rosy picture she says when he says when they're like with their friends um having a drink he's like i'm really scared and isabel says i am too (laughs) like they're both terrified she doesn't give him any false hope or anything she genuinely doesn't know how it's gonna go i am um you want to talk jen and rishi Oh, my goodness. Another one. Kyle. <sighs> what is happening here? I I don't understand how this happened. She, like, Jen, Jen's dumb, but we have way dumber people on this season. And she's an experienced traveler. Yeah. Come on, man. I, this is... I feel like she was looking for the fastest way to get the visa sorted out. And it seems like she had, I've only gotten a visa for India one time and it was like 10 years ago. So it very well may be a different process now, but I had to send my physical passport to the closest Indian consulate or embassy. And it takes like six weeks for them to give it back to you. And it was nerve wracking because you're like sitting there waiting, like you can't go anywhere because they have your passport. And you're like, am I ever really going to get this back? Like, I just imagine my passport going to some bureaucratic black hole and like never getting it back. And so it sounds like she kept calling it an e-visa. I meant to look this up, but I didn't. Um, 
But it sounds like just like a quicker way to get a single entry visa for India. And like, it's just, I can't believe she didn't research this. Yeah. This is bad. <sighs> um, All right. Well, before we get to the, to that, there's this meeting where they're talking with the monkeys and she, <laughs> evil. she essentially tells Rishi, I can't, I can't fucking be the traditional Indian housewife. That Jenny, that whole Jenny thing. I'm not doing that. There's no way we can't be a joint family. And I'm kind of, I, I was like really surprised that he is willing to even say on camera because I don't believe this for a second. Ta put aside the whole visa situation for a second. I just do not believe when he says, yeah, I will go against my family. I don't care what they say. I, I love yeah. you. We'll move in together. There's no fucking way, dude. No fucking way. I 100% I agree with you. I don't think that Rishi is going to move into some apartment submit style with Jen and just leave his family. The reason he won't come to the United States in his own words is because he has too many family responsibilities and he is like the male leader of the family since his father's passed away. And this is like his responsibility. I don't for a second believe that he's just going to leave his family home. I mean, how would it even work if if he really has internalized his responsibility to his family that much? Is he just going to live down the street and then go hang out and do head of household shit with his mom and sister? And like, what would it be like? It's just not. It's going to also really affect the family's reputation around town. It seems like they you know, have a similar kind of cultural structure as uh, Samit's parents. It's just, it's just uh, going to be a fucking disaster. We saw kind of in the preview that they're reacting to some news about Jen. We don't even know what it is. We don't know if he told them that they're in love and engaged at all, but yeah. they do not seem impressed. And I just think that he's going to wither under any pressure or scrutiny if this, if this, if it ever really even gets to this point again, if Jen ends up coming back, I, yeah, I don't. I'm so confused about the visa. I'm sorry. There are like three options for the tourist visa on the e visa. There's a one month tourist visa, so it's like it says it's a double entry, but it's thirty days. Then there's a one year. Also multiple entries. And there's a five-year, which is also multiple entries. I literally can't even find on this online visa site how to get a single-entry visa. They're all at least double entry. I'm so – I don't understand how she pulled this off. Yeah. It's so confusing. It could have also been something that was only there for a little bit during COVID. For COVID. As a temporary yeah. measure. Yeah. I, yeah, that's true. But I mean, it's so hard to fuck this up. I just, uh, I, I also, like I said in the beginning of the podcast, like, I'm just surprised that she's already been there 30 days. Like, usually, right. 
we, we've seen a whole lot more of them. And it makes me wonder, like, what are their like, how often are they seeing each other? What are they doing? I mean, Jen, Jen goes to the lawyer. She, she we have the requisite go into the lawyer scene. But Jen goes by herself. Can you imagine Jenny going to a lawyer by herself in India? Absolutely not. Or Jen any of seems, these people. J- Jen seems very self-sufficient. And to your point about being there for 30 days already, I, that's really important because we don't even have a scene of her befuddled at the local <laughs> market. I, we, don't have, we don't have her getting run into by a cow or just... <laughs> struggling through traffic and buying broccoli or something. I think that she really is a functional adult overseas, which makes this whole visa thing even crazier. I know she seems so like competent and just like comfortable and moving about the world. Like that it is, it's so wild. I I'm confused. These lawyers were great. There was like the I assume that it's a father son duo. The the father is just sitting there like shaking his head with his eyes closed, he's, like shaking he's his just, very softly. He's just in, in he's sitting in judgment the entire time. <laughs> that, that was the best though because in oh the ITM, God. what did he say? He said this is crazy American behavior. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I can't even believe we didn't mention that in the intro. I feel this is a crazy American behavior. She come to India, doesn't know when she's going to get married. Crazy. <laughs> so fucking. And he's like, it's right there on the visa. <laughs> <laughs> he was so direct with her, though, and I appreciated that. He's like, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. You got to go home. Get the and fuck reapply. out. Get the <laughs> fuck out. Nothing we can do. Get fucked. Basically. And, uh, you know, if you're going to get married like tomorrow, maybe we could do something. But no. And she kind of admits that she never even looked at the visa that she got. It's so obvious when it says single or multiple entry. Like, I just it's baffling. I mean. The lawyer says there's a long line for tourist visas. This was filmed in 2022. I know people were like eager to travel the world again, but I still feel like a majority of people were a little nervous to get stuck somewhere. Like how many people are trying to go on extended vacations in India? Well, the, the, my understanding from the United of the, States, I don't know if it's relevant, if it's from the U S or not, because well, just, she's well, going yeah, to have Cause that's the consulate or the embassy that's going to process your visa. That's fair. I just imagine that, any strain on the bureaucratic system in India just causes a cascading disastrous effect. And yeah, I don't know that speculation, but it seems like from what they're saying, there's still a backlog years later and it's still just a shit show. Yeah. And I, um, you can imagine, well, I don't know if this is true, but just thinking about, if they closed all the embassies, I wonder if they laid people off or people lost their jobs. And now there's like, re- they're getting the gears back in motion. And even that's going to yeah. take time. I don't know. Oh, it's just like. In America, we would fire everyone. You know, I don't know how <laughs> that's how they do it in India. <laughs> yep. Um, she takes Jen again, independent Jen takes a tuk-tuk by herself to meet Rishi for street chai. 
and she tells him about the visa. This is this is actually I really do believe that these two actually love each other. I do it was too. hard to watch. They were like, <laughs> my notes are like, oh no, Rishi looks sad. Oh, Jen might cry. Oh, Rishi might cry. Oh, oh, they're both crying. <laughs> isn't it? Isn't it funny that we're at the point in this franchise where it's notable when people display typical human emotions that you can kind of relate to? Uh, yeah. Like, because Rishi, it's so like fake most of the time. <laughs> I know. Rishi is kind of baffled and stunned into silence by this news. Yeah. And as I was watching it, I was thinking, God, I probably would have reacted the same way. This is so shocking. And so, and I, I think he probably also sees it as out of character for her because she is so capable and he doesn't respond with anger. You can just see the tears in his eyes. And I was thinking he's, this is a guy that actually cares about her and he's kind of a normal human being. And I don't know what, what's going on here. (laughs) I know he, he is really sad. He doesn't scream. And she, Jen does something else fascinating as well. She takes accountability for her actions. She says, it's my fault. It's my fault. I just didn't check it well. I just, I fucked up. I didn't read the paperwork very well. I, I don't know what happened. And but she, says she says she feels like, fault. she feels like an idiot. And the lawyer told me to get the fuck out. And I have no <laughs> idea when I'm coming back. And he says, I don't want to lose you for a fucking visa or, or just a, a dumb mistake. Uh, I do wonder if there's going to be the old because there have been times on this show that wild stuff with visas happens like Marcel. Yeah, like uh, behind the scenes stuff that is inexplicable. Like, For example, how the fuck has Jenny been there so long in India? Yeah, Jenny. Of well, Jenny she's married Samet. now, but yes, before I know that. But- there were there were so many times where she was just on the edge of getting deported, according to the show, and it never <laughs> happened. Anna and Marcel, completely bizarre world. Uh, pretty much the only visa situation that's really bad that hasn't been resolved, and it makes sense why is John Walters. Um, <laughs> yeah. They're working so on it. I don't know. In the season preview, we don't this the part two preview. We don't see her back in the states. That might no. not mean anything. I just wonder if there, there, it might be on the table that we finish out the season before she goes home or she figures out something because she still does have a couple months left on the visa. You could easily finish out the season and then in the finale, she flies back and it's just open ended. We don't know what the fuck we're going to do. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if she could go like, I don't know. Well, they tell her to go home and apply there. I was going to say, like, do you go to Nepal and like apply for a visa from Nepal? Is that I don't think that's going to be any. What would faster, the point though. be? Yeah. Yeah. She still can't see Rishi, so she may as well go home. It's just there's so much honking during this scene that it was hard to hear. I was like, oh, my God, please turn the mics up. All I can hear is honking. <laughs> but that guess it's real. <laughs> chaos over there all the time. Yeah. yeah. I, Rishi just does look completely heartbroken, devastated. 
like his world is shattered and they are definitely going to go break their no sex rule right after this conversation. They have to. Time is Come limited. On. Let's yeah. get going. They're they're going to milk that cow, you know, <laughs> for free. I'm not, wait, I'm what, not even I'm not even going to go there. The, <laughs> if you why buy the cow when you can milk the cow for free, when you can buy the milk for free. When you why can milk? milk it? Why cow when buy? <laughs> uh, get milk now. Yes. Drink yeah. milk. Yeah. If I were to ask you to name a member of the Beatles or New Kids on the Block, could you answer in under 15 seconds? If the answer is yes, then you need to play Trivia Star. Trivia Star is a free mobile trivia game with over 60 different categories that you get to choose from, including music, TV, animals, and celebrities. If you choose the correct answer from multiple choices and beat the clock, you move on to the next level. It sounds simple, but the questions get harder over time. But if you get stuck, don't worry. You can use coins and gems to get hints and beat the level. If you love trivia like I do, you'll love Trivia Star. Right now, Trivia Star is offering you 2,500 coins and 500 gems when you download and play. Trivia Star has thousands of five-star reviews in the Apple Store and is the number one trivia game on the App Store. Download it today to challenge yourself. Just go to the Apple or Google Store and search for Trivia Star. Download Trivia Star for free today and get ready to flex your brain muscles. You want to do Nicole and Mahmoud? Still fighting, still arguing, still yelling at each other. Still fighting. Like, I feel like half of the, like, footage of these two is Nicole just shifting around their bedroom trying to find things in various suitcases that are not yet unpacked. (laughs) What is going on here? I so totally agree with you what the fuck has she been doing for the last three episodes it just looks like she's continually looking for some kind of piece of makeup that she can't find yeah i don't know in every scene i don't know if she's packing up to leave or not that's what it looks like Uh, yeah it's so unclear i feel like she's been angry at him since she landed so therefore she has been maybe half unpacking and then repacking like in a continuous circle. Also, she has nothing else to do all day. So that would make sense in that regard also. So um, the funniest thing is that as they're screaming at each other and fighting, Mahmoud's mother is like within arm's length watching. They just like tilt the camera like 35 degrees. And she's like (laughs) right there, right there, right there, (laughs) like watching all this insanity unfold. I felt so bad for the mom. So, do you think that some of this is language barrier or is Mahmoud really as immature and childish as he's coming off here? I, I think he's immature and childish. Because he, this is, look, you can say what you want about Nicole, but I don't think that she's been, other than the entire concept of this entire fucking season with her, <laughs> to be clear, yeah. she isn't, <laughs> she Like, once she's there, she's not, like, I I don't feel like she's done anything that crazy. She's kind of sticking to her principles. Again, the entire point of her being there is so dumb and strange. But (laughs) I I, I can't point to one specific thing where where I was thinking, oh, well, that proves 
that Nicole is like a bad person or something. I don't, I don't really see it that way, but Mahmoud literally told her, I don't love you anymore and go away. And then this episode, he says, Oh, that was just words. Like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Just words. I was angry. Oof. Are you like 14 years old kid? What are you talking about? You can't fucking say, is this just a symptom of the fact that he's not allowed to date and he just literally doesn't know how to talk to a, a woman or really anyone in a relationship? It could be. I mean, yeah, I can't. He's, he does seem to like lose his temper with her and kind of say mean things to her and then immediately apologize. And it's it's always about the same stuff too. But I just he's generally just very annoyed with her. I can't get over the lighting of the stove. Like it is really dumb that Nicole can't really figure out how to light the stove, but it's also funny that he is so irritated by it. <laughs> he's so mad at her. I don't know like, if it, I should keep trying or just let her go. Like he says he, that to the camera. I think the only reason that he even is continuing to pursue this relationship is out of pride at this point. Yeah. I mean, he literally says to her face, I don't love you. You should go get out of here. We just are not right for each other. And then 10 seconds later, can we stop fighting? I love you. I'm sorry. Like, what? I know. Like, of course, then Nicole says that she feels unwanted and confused. And yeah, that that feels like the correct emotional response to that shit. <laughs> yeah. But, it sure but, does. But I mean, at, at what point do you leave? When someone says that to you, I mean, you're gone, right? That's it. I would be. Yeah. I mean, he does <clears throat> like he tries to apologize and love on her and whatever. But she I think Nicole is right in this. She's like, that's not the way this works. You can't just be all lovey-dovey with me and say you love me and you are sorry. We Like we have to find a resolution. The problem persists. Right. I'm not going to wear hijab and I'm. I want to wear like she wears a pink suit to the uncle's house. This is this is like a um, it feels like a miniature abuse cycle happening here. I I, I don't want to. No, I'm careful but, but, with the A word. But Mahmoud yells at her, tells her that he doesn't love her, says some really fucked up shit. And then literally 10 seconds yeah. later apologizes. I'm sorry. And we fe- I feel like we've seen that six times. No, you're right. It's like he love bombs her, you know? Yeah. That that's a uh, form of I think it is a form of abuse. Because he he just he throws out these he says some horrible shit to her. She gets really upset. It's like, "Okay, well, I guess I'm leaving." Oh, no, it's just words. I love That's what bullshit um abusers do. And obviously it's not like physical yet, but man, it's, it's grotesque to me to watch. And, and Nicole's real dumb, but I don't think that she deserves that. I am confused about the divorce. And we find out that Mahmoud's mother divorced his father when Mahmoud was very young. And so his uncle has been his father figure since his youth. And I, 
I just want to know, like, if if we do if we do assume that Mahmoud's family is more conservative than an average Egyptian, which is still a little bit unclear, we don't really know. It seems that way from some feedback that we've received that his family is more conservative, more religious than perhaps like the wider society of Egypt or or whatever. Like what 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 was so fucked up about their relationship that the mother was like, yeah, I'm going to live with the social stigma or the stigma within my family of being divorced rather than stay with this man. I We didn't get any details on the story there, but. It's a much bigger deal. It's a much bigger deal. Yeah. And I don't, we don't, what I don't know is if his uncle is his mom's uh, brother or his dad's brother. I assumed his mother's. I mean, remember Hamza's mom was a single mom too. That's why they're so close and why he kind of raised her because that's his sister and her sister's kid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we're going to get any details on that, but I thought it was an interesting detail. And I would like to know Mother Mahmoud more. I want to know more about her life. Probably never will. <laughs> Not hopeful in that regard. Somebody also pointed out, like, when we visit the uncle's house and his wife is in the burqa, like, it's pro- – and I don't know if that's what it's called, to be honest. I, I think there's a different name for that so. outfit. But he um, – or it's probably for filming purposes. Right. I did. I read that too. And, and that made sense. Um, yeah. I, the so, uncle I thought was like a very reasonable person. No, I was, I was really, I was relieved watching this scene because they made it, of course, in the preview, they make it out like they're, he's going to point his finger at Nicole and, and shame her for not wearing hijab in the house. But <laughs> yeah. The uncle seems like he seems like a good dude. And, you know, obviously yeah. he's more religiously conservative than we are and most people on the show. But he says what we've heard. Like, it kind of reminded me of um, uh, not Hamza, but um, who was the uh, another person on this show who was super conservative dating an American in, uh, I think, like Jordan. Um, you can't force them. You, it's not, mm-hmm. that's very, very against Islam is to force someone into your belief structure. It's a little complicated. It's actually a little more complicated because Nicole converted. And mm-hmm. so if she was just this American Christian girl, they would be like, well, it's weird, Mahmoud, that you're marrying her, but she can do whatever because she's not Muslim. So it is what it is. Maybe they wouldn't have even let her marry him, uh, let him marry her, but ultimately they wouldn't have told Nicole what to do all day. And the uncle basically looks at Mahmoud and it's like, why are you constantly going on about hijab when you haven't even taught her how to fucking pray, dude? Yeah. Love. And I, I loved, I loved that because, you know, all he does is bitch and complain about her clothes But he hasn't even imparted like the most fundamental basic shit to her about day-to-day life as a Muslim person in Egypt. And like if you're the uncle, you're probably sitting there like, Jesus, this is like being Catholic for a year and never going to confession, but 
you you put the little dot on your head on Ash Wednesday and then you're good to go. Like it doesn't make any sense. Like yeah. his priori- the uncle just makes it seem like Mahmoud's priorities are so backwards. And why are you trying to force her? You have to take it slow. She has to want to do it. Mm-hmm. You dummy. And he basically blames Mahmoud, which I think is totally the right call. <laughs> yeah, this was great. I thought it was so interesting that the uncle said, if Nicole had remained Christian, none of this would be a, a thing at all. But that, you know, she has to like it. And, you know, step by step. And he, you know, he quoted the prophet Muhammad and and actually explained, you know, I think he said something along the lines of, women must cover themselves when they're in public or around other men, um, which is like the reason for this, you know, trying to steer her in this direction, but that you have like Mahmoud, you got to teach her to pray. Praying is more important than clothes. <laughs> so, right. And, you know, don't force her cause she'll hate it. And, and Mahmoud even says the one thing I don't want her to hate to do is to pray. I want her to enjoy praying. And it but seems he's never like even tried. no, he doesn't even want to teach her how to light the stove. He's not going to want to teach her to pray. In a way, I guess in a way it kind of makes sense that Mahmoud hasn't taught her a lot because they always fight. Yes. And if they're fighting constantly, like when, when at this point it's been day three, when yeah. would have been a good time for him to teach her how to pray? Because if she's super pissed off, I guess you could make an argument that, you don't want her pissed off when you teach her to pray because she'll hate praying because she'll associate yeah. it with you being an asshole. But, but she's pissed off all the time. <laughs> but she's pissed off all the time because he won't shut the fuck up about the clothes and focus on what's important. And I think that's what the uncle is trying to impart to him. Yeah. I The uncle, the, the family was really nice to Nicole, even when she like brings out her clothing sketches and tries to have Mahmoud translate like a four minute explanation for the idea. I was surprised she had sketches though. I was like, Oh, Oh, that's what you've been doing all day. Yeah. She had a whole thing and it didn't look like anyone thought this was a bad idea. No, it didn't. And, and in fact, they were giving her detailed feedback which was the entire point of bringing this to them in the first place. Mm-hmm. So overall, I mean, that part of it seemed to go well too. Yeah. I mean, I think the idea is probably good. And from the 2.5 seconds of the sketches that I saw, they didn't seem half bad. I thought it was hilarious at first. I think I texted you like, Oh, she brought sketches. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know why I thought it was funny at first, but they seem pretty decent. I think Um, this is what she actually does. (laughs) I know. You know, the one thing that is like a little unfair is that Nicole is having like a crisis of faith as all of this is going on, you know? So, but she's never even know that. Yeah. And and if you're, if you're Muslim watching this, you must be thinking, well, you're having a crisis of faith because you don't know anything about the fucking faith. I know. And that's both of their faults, you know. I agree. The, the uncle yeah. would blame Mahmoud because it's the man's responsibility. But I don't know. My perspective is if you if you say that you're converting to a religion, maybe do the absolute fucking bare minimum to learn about it. Preferably before, you know. Yeah. But <laughs> what do I know? 
she knew like two things about Islam before she converted. <laughs> it's pretty absurd. Yeah. Oh. All, All right. right. Has the has the time come? <laughs> you will learn to milk cow. <laughs> <laughs> Oh I my god. Y- I feel young again. You will learn to milk cow. <clears throat> this quickly, quickly turns, takes a 180 from adventure, oh my god. romance, and intrigue into lies, deceit, and anger. Like in the matter of four hours, maybe? She she literally thought that she was landing in the Middle East which Morocco is not. She thought that she was like fucking landing in the Middle East to have an Arabian Nights fucking Lawrence of Arabia adventure. I swear to she Christ, really, that's what she's thinking. I know she did. I yeah. know. And she's then, so pumped about it. Within 10 seconds in the van, she learns that she has to be a fucking, uh, quote, half Moroccan. It sounds like full Moroccan. Uh tr- <laughs> Cook, clean my clothes. Clean clean my shirt, bitch. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> fucking ridiculous, dude. I love that these two have known each other for three years, and Debbie just now asked the question, what do you expect of a wife? Yeah. And also, where are we going to live? <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's adventure, romance, and intrigue. I don't think you can be like fucking in mom and dad's house. By the way, hasn't Debbie been to Morocco before? I thought these two had met before. They have. Yeah, but it was vacation fucking in the Airbnb mode. I want more details about the previous meeting. Yeah, Because it seems like she's not met his parents. She's never seen their home. She's confused. Like, did they just go to Rabat before and like stay in an Airbnb for a week? Like, what are these two intimate? Like, what is the intimate? The Osama <laughs> basically tells her that she has to do Moroccan wife training with his mom, who is younger <laughs> than her. I'm sure Jen has something to say about that. Uh, Moroccan woman work hard. I've worked my entire life, kid. <laughs> I know. She's like, I'm retired. Oh, man. It's a classic 90-day uh, story. And uh, the only bummer about this is it does kind of feel a little bit repetitive with some of the shit we've seen on this sh- oh. franchise over the years. It's pretty the, repetitive. The thing that makes it care. great, the thing that makes it funny is Osama's such a bizarre character compared to the the other knuckleheads we've seen and and Debbie is <sighs> she's a she's a southern belle Kim you know she's traveling the world belle. yeah this is just like my favorite little bit was I I don't know if they were in the car if they were walking down the street to the hotel when Debbie says well we can get takeout and drink wine and he's like we can't drink alcohol at my parents' house. And she's like, we could sneak it. And I'm like, where do you think you're getting takeout in this tiny town where where Osama lives? Like, I don't think that there's like a Chipotle, you know, down the street in Kismet or wherever I, we are saying, ca- Camaset. 
chemist said, yeah. Yeah. Like, I just, I don't think it's like, we'll stop and get a pizza and take out. (laughs) Maybe take out means milking the cow and walking down the street. (laughs) This, uh, This hotel in Rabat, though, looks incredible. They have to get separate rooms because that's the law. But, you know, after this, what do they stay in there? Two nights? They can go stay with mom and dad for as long as they want, Kyle. Osama nails his head on the doorframe, which made him very, <laughs> very much more relatable to me. So, so I don't know. I don't know if I could stay in this place, Kim. It looks, it, yeah. looks, it looks profoundly dangerous for me. It's charming, but, you it know, is, I was... It, I mean, it's beautiful. It's really interesting looking, but it is kind of an odd layout from the way that it looks on screen. It seems like there's four or five bedrooms that all open up into this same central lobby. It's a courtyard. I mean, that's the old Spanish style, right? It's like okay. you have I've a never courtyard been in a place like that. and every single room opens up to the courtyard. Um, it just felt, so it's felt it's, extremely, extremely intimate, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I know. It looked like also they were the only people there. Yeah, it did. It did. Debbie is obsessed with this place. She thinks it's beautiful. It was unclear to me, like, are they going, is she putting on the giant ni- lion necklace? And Os- Osama, too, is like getting on his cologne and his crisp button-up shirt. They're going then, to just sit in this courtyard to, what, have drinks? Or I don't know. They walk 10 feet into the lobby courtyard, <laughs> and it doesn't ap- it doesn't appear that they are even served tea or anything. So I have no fucking idea what's happening here. It They're doesn't look like there's anyone there. around at all. No, nothing. <laughs> it's so bizarre. And so... This is when Osama kind of drops the bomb on her, like, we're going to go live with my parents for an indefinite period of time, and then you will go home. (laughs) All set to clown music the entire time. (laughs) This is so great. We can stay for months at my parents. I I loved her initial kind of volley back at him oh well you know i don't want to impose this <laughs> extremely southern polite response that really means shut the fuck up i'm not living with your parents and yeah. well you we need to save money what when did money what does <laughs> money have to like Money has not been an issue, it seems like, in this relationship ever until just this second. Let's stay with our dad, with my dad. It's a couple months, and then you'll go home. (laughs) What? Yeah. I think she really, in her head, if this is real, she thinks that she's not going back to the United States, at least for a, a long while. And only then it would be to see her kids. Yeah. And, and his I, response, his response is, uh, so she says, you want me to stay with your parents and go back to the U S and his response is great. He just says, yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. He admits also that he completely flat out lied to her. Yep. When he said, well, I didn't think you would, this is what we hear all the, I didn't think you would come if you knew the truth. So I just told you, yeah, we'll get married whenever you want, baby. (laughs) I mean, it's, look, it's, it's fair to take a step 
back to reality and say regarding their them getting married i think it's very fair to say okay well we've lived we've been together completely over the internet for three years we we do need to live together in reality but that's one thing i think that makes total sense no brainer but for him to admit that he just straight up lied to get her here and then we'll just kind of figure it out from there would is, is crazy. I don't I still don't understand what Osama's after. I don't know. He, he's not even trying to get like a nice cushy Airbnb in Rabat for two months. He wants to take her back to his parents house and stay with them to save her money. So I, yeah. I don't think he's in it. He hasn't asked her for anything. Like, I, I kind of think Debbie was telling the truth when she told Julian, I don't think he's after my money. He's never asked me for money. It doesn't, he doesn't seem, seem like he it. He doesn't have a car. He doesn't have fancy clothes. He doesn't, he doesn't want to go eat expensive food. He doesn't want to stay in expensive hotels. I mean, yeah, this one, it's only for a night or two. It just doesn't feel like he wants anything. If he was after money, you would think that he would say, well, we don't have to live with my parents if you fork over Mm -hmm. some cash for a swank apartment or something. And we could stay in Rabat. Yeah, why not? Or like, let's go shopping. You know, we've seen people want to go shopping like right away. He hasn't asked for any of this. He's like, we'll stay in this hotel one night and then we'll go hang out with my parents for two months. the, The greatest thing about this scene is that it seems like he drops... All of the bombs (laughs) at the same time, (laughs) at the same time on the first night, he is not fucking around. And I wonder if the producers are like, slow your roll. Like, come on, we got to fucking drip this out so we can make a season, bro. (laughs) I know they're so mad. I, I just think it's so wild that he, he just like, sits there and it's like yep this that the other however i i found it difficult as you said like i did find it difficult i was like yeah this is sound logic this is actually what you and i always say is yeah you've been dating for three years over social media you don't actually know each other and that's exactly what he says he's like yeah we've known each other for three years online that doesn't count we need to we need to look at real life we need to try this in real life and it's really hard to disagree with him Hello, lovely listeners. Are you sad that this podcast is just about over? Do you need something to listen to while you're on long walks in your neighborhood or cooking or cleaning your house? If you want to listen to Kyle and I talk about the absurdity of the 90-day franchise of shows and occasionally other reality TV for even more hours every week, sign up for our premium podcast feed, either via Patreon or our 30-second sign-up on Supercast. It's only five bucks a month, less than a Starbucks nowadays, and it's extremely easy to sign up for and add to the podcast app of your choice. So you'll get our premium podcast just like any other podcast in your feed. You'll get an extended version of this podcast weekly, about 90 minutes to two hours long, and our B-Sides episode, which drops on Wednesday morning, where we discuss more 90-day gossip and any other 90-day shows that are currently airing, like Darcy and Stacy, David and Annie, and we sometimes discuss other reality TV, Brother Husbands is coming up. We covered Love is Blind and we'll continue to do so.
You'll also get full access to our complete archive of podcasts. So what are you waiting for? Treat yourself. Visit realitycraycray.com to sign up now. That's realitycraycray.com. Uh, Kyle, any parting words of wisdom, thoughts? Season is definitely delivering for me. It, I love it. It goes, it goes quick. There's lots happening. Enjoying most of the storylines, which is uh, pretty rare. Um, there's even parts to Chris and Jamie that are funny and, and wacky. But uh, overall, so far, first half of the season, really good. Really, really happy with it, especially compared to what we just went through. <laughs> We're on episode seven, which means it was almost two months ago that HEA ended, but I'm still not over it. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, the season is so good. I'm like really, really enjoying it. So I know I say that every week, but it's just true. Nervous, nervous about Gabe and Isabel. Want to see how it turns out. I'm actually now I'm like, it's a cliffhanger for Jen and Rishi and like Debbie and Osama too. Like Nicole is definitely going home and Chris is definitely going home. But the others, like, I don't really know what's going to happen. I think literally everyone, but Gabe's going home. It's just a matter of time. (laughs) Yeah. That makes it even better because the stakes are low and we don't have to worry about these people long term. (laughs) Totally. So I'm okay with it. We have, well, um, if, if you sign up for our premium content at realitycraycray.com, it only costs five bucks, and we have a ton of ridiculously fun shows coming up very soon. I can't even list them all. There's like four I know. that we're going to be covering so at the good. same fucking time pretty soon. Love is Blind, Brother Husbands, Love in Paradise Season 3, and I think 90 Day UK, but that might not be till the summer. Either way, that's, so much I don't much think that's for stuff. a while, but yeah. Darcy and Stacy is going to continue for, I feel like we just got like a mid-season preview for them as well. So it's going to, it's going to be around for a while too. The mid-season preview is so absurd. I have no idea what the fuck's going on. <laughs> I don't understand why Georgie is still hanging around. It makes no sense. I'm excited for it. It's so stupid. Uh. Love love a Georgie appearance. Not going to complain about it. Don't think he has a whole lot else going on, but yeah. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks, we'll guys. see you next week. Talk to you soon.